This is the Final Whistle Podcast from the Wrexham AFC media team. The final score, Harrogate Town 2, Wrexham 1, Wrexham out the FA Cup this season. And disappointing defeat because they don't think we really deserve to lose, to be honest with you. There have been other games this season, of course. The issue really in the league matches of not being consistent over 90 minutes. I don't think you can say that in this game. We set out with a very specific game plan. It was different from what we normally do. And it looked good. With 73 minutes to go, we were winning. And frankly, it looked like we were going to win. A shame that Wrexham weren't able to actually close the game out. So that game plan. Well, changes were made. Three changes. Uh, but more importantly, really, was the change in shape. Wrexham went to a, essentially a 5-4-1. Lainton in goal. We reverted to the three central defenders. Bentos are stepping back. Sean Brisley selected ahead of Harry Lennon. Uh, Aaron Hayden, the third centre-back. Cam Green came in for his first start of the season on the left-hand side, and on the right was Tyler French. And then in front, the midfield was quite interesting. Out of possession, it tended to be more of a sort of flat midfield four. Uh, Young and Davis in the centre, Luke Young making his first start, of course, coming back from injury. And then on the flanks, Liam McAlinden on the left and James Jones on the right, who were deployed in a fairly defensive mode. When we got the ball, turn a bit more into sort of a box midfield those two would come narrow a bit and ahead of Davis and Young and try and offer some support to Ponticelli the lone striker while allowing the wing backs a bit of space to come forwards and our plan essentially was to defend um, not, oh, no, I'm not going to say defend deep, our defensive line wasn't too deep and that was something we sustained well throughout the match um, but to drop the midfield fairly deep so there was no space in between the lines it ran the danger of leaving Ponticelli isolated and in the opening 20-odd minutes I did feel concerned that it looked a bit like parking the bus and poor Ponticelli was going to be left there swinging in the, in the breeze and have no real chance to influence the game. But we did start getting the brakes forwards a bit more effectively, getting support to him. And yeah, we executed the plan pretty well. Harrogate were absolutely kept at arm's length until the last 20 minutes and we made chances on the breaking from set pieces. The first opportunity of the game was from a Rackerson set piece, a fairly innocuous looking one. It's a nice piece of quick thinking, really. A free kick in the centre circle. Jordan Davis had gone up initially, but stepped back to give an off option. Luke Young played it short, and Davis had loads of space in the middle of the pitch because Harrogate had dropped off to defend the edge of the area. Davis carried it forward from about 30 yards out, let fly with a typical good long range effort. The ball skidding just past the right post the goalkeeper Oxley diving at full stretch concerned that it was going in the pitch was very slick and would have an important influence on the game that shot really zipped through and that would be a, a characteristic of the match and so yeah Harrogate dominated possession in those opening stages but they weren't really making chances in fact when, when they came close to scoring it was actually Luke Young who nearly put the ball into the net although it was a good piece of defending a good driving run by Patterson who was Impressive in midfield for Harrogate, coming in from the right-hand side, fed it into the box, an error by Aaron Hayden, who looked a bit ill at ease, to be honest, in this match. It fell to Diamond, who pulled the ball back into a dangerous area. The centre-forward Grant was waiting to have a Martin bag of bounds, waiting to have a swipe at it. Young diving in, got a strong contact on it and poked it across his goal and wide at the far post. From our angle, in the, in the press box... It looked like he'd nearly scored an own goal. He certainly got a hell of a contact on it. 
uh, looking at it from the other side on the video, uh, wasn't that close actually. He was fairly close, but certainly if he hadn't made that really good interception, it would have been a heck of a good chance. But yeah, like I said, it was actually Wrexham making more of the opportunities. Toza slinging in the near post, throwing. Brisley flicking it on well, the goalkeeper having to stretch to, to claw the ball away. And when it came out to Luke Young, he had a chance to volley it from 25 yards. Didn't get a proper contact on it, though. It was a cat attacks to block the podcast. All right, Laszlo. Yeah, so basically, come on, son. There he is. <laughs> Sorry, chaps. Uh, yeah, back to normal, nearly. Here he is now. Uh, yeah, happy night, pal. He had 20 quid on Harrogate to win, you see. Um, yeah, Yuki Young had a 25-yard opportunity to volley it. It wasn't easy, and he pulled it well off target. A few minutes later again, Wrexham putting pressure on with Joe, uh, James Jones doing well to prod the ball forwards and Jordan Davis hitting a, a speculative 25-yard volley, which dipped a bit at the end but didn't dip enough. But then the 38th minute, Wrexham took the lead and it was a reward for Jordan Panticelli's superb work rate. Ball played forwards for him. Nice idea, but it was skidding along on that wet surface and Ponticelli did brilliantly to slide and just about managed to keep the ball in and then recover, turn back, run back onto the pitch and keep the move going. And as a result of his diligence, Wrexham won a uh, throw-in. Toza took the throw short, got it back, swung it across and then James Jones did ever so well at the far post, leaned back into his man to give himself leverage, he hooked an overhead kick over his shoulder. It didn't go goalwards, but it just span into a sort of vacant area. In the six-yard box, Ponticelli showing the alertness of a goal poacher. And obviously seen a lot of space in the six-yard box and thought, I'll hang around in here. And if the ball comes in, I've scored. The ball did come in, and he tapped it into an empty net. His first goal of the season, and a good reward for what was an excellent all-round performance by him. And Wrexham were comfortable. There was one more chance, ironically, another unorthodox overhead kick in the last minute of the half for Harrogate. Thompson putting it across, Brisley heading it away partially, and then Martin trying an overhead kick, standing around 15 yards out. Never really got hold of it, though, and it went wide of Lainson's goal. Now then, at half-time, Harrogate made a change. Remember, nine subs in the FA Cup and from the first round onwards at the moment, and five changes permissible. And the substitutions would be key for Harrogate, but not this one. Switching out in full-back, they, you thought, well, they're bound to come at us now. Simon Weaver's had 15 minutes to, to rectify matters, but they didn't. And this was the point where you really felt Wrexham were going to go through. Um, first 15 minutes of the second half, Wrexham were in control. Uh, it was only Wrexham making chances. Harrogate didn't come out with fury didn't really change the, the tempo of their play, didn't really manage to alter anything, to be perfectly honest. And Wrexham it was who were causing the problems. Davis of a near post corner, French, flicked it on well, it was blocked, and when it came back out to him, he drove in a shot, which again was goal-bound and was blocked. He made good contact on the shot as well, so unlucky for Wrexham not to grab the goal. Two minutes later, again, Wrexham putting on the pressure. Ponticelli with a lovely little layoff. And then Davis, a brilliant reverse ball back the direction it came from to put French in with a clearer on goal in the right channel. He blasted it from the edge of the area but couldn't keep it down. But Wrexham kept pushing. And again, Harrogate really didn't have anything in response. The ball was pulled backwards. I beg your pardon. To into midfield. Ponticelli did brilliantly from a breakaway. The ball's bouncing in front of him. You can see there's space outside on the left-hand side. But uh, he decides 
he's going to sort of volley it into that rough area rather than look for a teammate because he knows that if he waits to bring an awkward bouncing ball down and wait for a teammate to show for it, that space will close up. So really good awareness. Popped it out from the volley. Green picked it up, went accelerating forwards. McAlinden's making the run inside him. Green fed him in the left channel into the box. McAlinden slightly behind him. And McAlinden just couldn't quite sort out his feet to get the ball out in front of him. And as a result... From six yards out, rather sliced his shot. It went off in a right angle to where Wrexham wanted to see it go. And but still, no sign of things changing. We get to 21 minutes to go. Wrexham make their first change. McAlinden, who'd just given the ball away in a defensive area, allowing Patterson to have a long-range speculative shot that wasn't too far off target, but which Lainton had covered, making way. Bryce Susanna coming on and playing in front of Cameron Green for a very high-paced left-hand side of the pitch. Um, and yeah, Wrexham's still in control, but then Harrogate made a know, tri triple, was it quadruple substitution? They certainly had brought on all five subs by the end. Yeah, it was quadruple, wasn't it? Um, they totally reshuffled things and it improved them. Their tempo improved. They shifted to more of a 4-4-2, uh, which they usually play. They started as a 4-3-3. And they brought on a couple of players that they'd rested, not least Jack Muldoon, who has always been a good striker for them, and, and for Fylde, and looked very lively up front when he came on and caused a lot of issues. So, yeah, that, that alteration just made a difference. They had a couple of minutes of threatening, but Wrexham was still defending pretty well. There was one ball slung in under the bar, which was really well-headed, clear by Toza, but they still weren't making chances until with 18 minutes left, Falkingham, the excellent central midfielder, speared in a brilliant ball to the edge of the area. And, and, and you know, I mean, these things happen in football. <laughs> if he hadn't managed to get that incredibly difficult pass right, we may well have won this 1-0. But he, he nailed it beautifully. Brisley had just stepped out to follow a player into midfield and left a bit of a pocket behind him. Falkingham hit it perfectly with power, but the correct pace into there. And Brisley, scrambling backwards, lunged in and brought down his man. I've got to be honest, looking back on the video, I'm certainly surprised the ref didn't give a yellow. Certainly surprised the ref didn't ask himself whether it was a red because of borderline whether there was a defender on the cover or not. But it was an amazing pinpoint pass by Falkingham. The result was a free kick. And then here's another little cruel circumstance. I said about the ball being, the pitch being wet. Often players were slipping around. And on this occasion, the ball was tapped square for one of the substitutes' power. And Luke Young, the runner in the wall, as he kicked off, stumbled, slipped in the wet, fell, and therefore couldn't get close to power, who smashed the ball into the bottom right corner. Uh, the fact that we didn't get a runner near power surely helped the Harrogate cause. After that was a, <laughs> a wild incident. A cross coming into the box, um, and Diamond met it ten yards out, and nailed his finish. An amazing save by Rob Lainton. He was diving to his left. He guessed and gone the wrong way, but managed to get his foot up and stop it because Diamond really got hold of the shot at closest range. Uh, incredible stop by Lainton. And Wrexham then broke straight up the other side and were unfortunate not to get an equaliser. Ponticelli did well to control the ball and help it on. French drove in a shot from the edge of the area. The keeper parried this but couldn't hang on to it and James Jones onto the rebound six yards out it was a shame just dropped wide of the goal and so he couldn't quite get the angle to tap it in if it had just dropped right in front of him he'd have scored 
and uh, he wasn't able to get a finish off two minutes later and we were behind and it's such a shame the way it happened uh, Luke Younger had a good game in the middle of midfield the skipper coming back from injury but it was just a horrible misjudgment by him he turned and tried to play a back pass out of a congested midfield gave it straight to Jack Muldoon uh, Lainton did brilliantly he was off the line so quickly frankly if you want to watch the, the back Muldoon's finish lacks a bit of confidence because Lainton's so quick off his line it has a look almost of Muldoon just hoping to poke his away and avoid Lainton clattering into him Lainton makes a save but it spanned back out and Daniel Laws he was there first and he did well actually he had to take it first time but he kept his cool and slotted it into the empty net from outside the box a real pity for Wrexham and then again look not quite going our way when a couple of minutes later the ball's knocked forward, Ponticelli chasing it. It's an easy clearance for the keeper, Oxley. Ponticelli jumps, turns his back, and Oxley slams it square into his, Ponticelli's backside, but it drops just wide of the goal. What a pity that was. Would have been an amusing way to get an equaliser. Anyway, Wrexham responded then with a triple substitution uh, with eight minutes left to switch the shape again, go back to a four at the back and to be able to pour players forwards. Diorangus uh, coming on. And, oh gosh, it's going to get complicated now. Well, hang on. Green, Brisley and James Jones went off. Angus, Jarvis and... Uh, oh, of course, Reese Hall-Johnson came on. Hall-Johnson back from the injury he got in the first match of the season. Hall-Johnson playing as a right uh, winger in uh, essentially a 4-4-2. And... Hosanna dropping back to be a left-back to replace Green. And we really threw the kitchen sink at them. And fair play, again, we're unfortunate not to get a goal. Admittedly, we left the back door open. And in the 85th minute, Harrogate had a great chance to, to finish it off. It was a good piece of work by Muldoon. It dispossessed Hayden and came across the box, slotted in Patterson one-on-one -on -one with the keeper. Lainton off his line quickly, but still Patterson should have done a lot better. Lifted it over Lainton, put it over the bar. It was a glorious opportunity. And after that, it was Harrogate clinging on and Wrexham throwing everything they had at them. Hosanna with a brilliant surge, his pace allowing him to skin one man after overhitting the ball and pulling it back to Ponticelli 18 yards out. He turned onto his right foot, tried to curl it inside a right-hand post, didn't get the curl, put it wide. Hull Johnson was livid. He was completely unmarked to his right. Yes, the pass was definitely on. Yes, Hall Johnson would have been one-on-one -on -one with the keeper. I can't blame Ponticelli, though, for taking on the shot, firstly, because his performance had earned it. And secondly, because he's done that before, it was very similar to the finish he pulled off at Bromley a couple of seasons ago. And, you know, he sort of won a striker to back himself, but he didn't get it right on that occasion. We went into added time, and the pressure continued. Toes are hurling and are throwing. French putting it back into the danger area after it had been cleared, and Angus bursting after it. Beat the keeper to it, but it was a terrifically tight angle. He got his shot off, but the keeper got close to him and blocked it behind for a corner. A succession of corners followed. Davis swung one in, and it was half cleared to Young, who from 15 yards hit a perfect volley. An amazing stop by a defender. I'm not sure which one it was, actually. It was hard to tell. But it was incredible. The video, I promise you, does not do it justice. It's just a reflex save, dive to his right, got his head to it. Remarkable block to put it away. 
Um, then there was another corner which came back out to Young who swung it back in there and it was a, a bit of a scramble before they could get the ball clear. There was another ball in from a corner by Young where we won the first two headers. Frustratingly, neither French nor Hayden could quite get on top of the ball. All they could do was keep popping it into the goal mouth and it was therefore cleared. In the 93rd minute, another corner by Young. Toza smashing the ball towards goal from 10 yards out with terrific power. It was blocked. Wrexham shouted for handball. It didn't look it really. Whether it hit the arm or not isn't clear from the replay, but certainly the arm looks to be tucked in. So I think that was a shout more in hope than anything else. And then in the fifth and final minute of added time, again Wrexham pushing up. From a set piece, Davis with a brilliant dribble, surrounded by four Harrogate players, somehow zigzagged his way out of it, drove in a 25-yard shot, which took a deflection, went wide for a corner. Lington came up for it. Young swung it into the box. It was cleared. Toza swept across back end, took a deflection, span up in the air, dropped six yards out. Lington challenging Burrell for it, forced a mistake from the defender who just headed it square into the goal mouth, where Ponticelli hit an overhead kick, which he really got hold of. And it zipped across the face of goal. Unfortunately, it was off target. And unfortunately, when French got to it, he stabbed in a shot and it was cleared from under the bar. And moments later, the final whistle blew. So, yeah, very different from the frustrations we've felt in league games lately. Um, this was us away from home against a higher division side, setting ourselves up very well and getting ourselves into a winning position, which we earned. But then having a final 17 minutes in which a, a lot of key incidents took place and pretty much all fell Harrogate's way. I'm not saying that as luck, but it, it was a shame because a lot the, the outcome could have been very different. Certainly didn't deserve to lose. Probably on balance, I'd say deserve to win. Looking through the team performance in general, well, Lainton made two spectacular saves and made no mistakes. One of them, of course, led to a goal from the rebound. Can't blame Lainton for that, but excellent performance by Lainton. The centre-backs, Aaron Hayden was strangely accident-prone. I, I, I do acknowledge that he does he does have a mistake in him. Um, but he made a lot of them. Whether it was the wet surface, made him a bit uncertain on his feet. There's a lot of players were slipping around. But um, he didn't have a comfortable time of it. And a couple of times lost possession on the edge of the area, which led to danger, if not necessarily a chance. Um, he wasn't quite himself. I've also got to say, I re reiterate what I've suggested all along, he looks better in a four than a three. And I think he's been outstanding when he played four at the back, Hayden. But he, again, went back to three at the back and, and didn't look comfortable with the change to me. Toza was excellent. Won everything in the air and midfield. Uh, and defence and was trying to probe with the passes forwards. It was very windy. And he didn't always get those uh, diagonals right. But he was a strong presence driving forwards. And I thought Brisley defended well as well. Admittedly, he gave away that free kick with that lunge on the edge of the area. But apart from that, I thought he was rock solid, winning headers, winning challenges. And in the rear guard action, looked well suited to repelling the opposition. French did well on the right-hand side. Again, defensively, he kept his discipline really well. He got up to pitch and got into two good shooting positions. One of which he put over, one of which the keeper had to save. Um, so French, yeah, did well. Green on the other side. I mean, I'm a, I'm a Cam Green fan. I'm going to tell you that straight from the start. I've been surprised he's not been getting minutes this season. And he did well. Uh, it was a good performance. He was brought off in the 82nd minute as we shifted things around. Um, but I thought that his pace brought us something down the left-hand side. He carried the ball out well. And he was very solid and disciplined defensively. They didn't get at him at all, really. Thompson on the right-hand side is one of Harrogate's best players. And they brought him off. 
Uh, it was kept very quiet. So I thought Green had a, a very solid all-round game. In midfield, I thought Jordan Davis did very well. It was very congested in midfield. We made it like that to a great extent. We we deliberately drew Harrogate into that trap. And it was quite difficult then for players to move the ball about. But a few times in tight areas, Davis showed such talent and quality with the ball at his feet to move it around. Um, he also had a couple of shots, put in a couple of good set pieces as well. It was a good performance. I, I sort of anticipated this. Jordan Davis up against higher division opposition, showing his quality. I feel so sorry for Luke Young, who overall had a good game, but then made a horrible error to give away the, the, the second goal. And then also didn't get the chance to redeem himself when that was a, that remarkable piece of defending to head his goal-bound volley away. If he'd smashed at it, that would have been a bit of a, <laughs> bit of a satisfying conclusion, wouldn't it, after his error for the, the goal. On either side of them, Jones put in a very good shift and, of course, had the assist, um, but wasn't really able to consistently trouble the opposition, but showed, again, good discipline in that defensive shape. Likewise, McAlinden, who worked very hard, wasn't as prominent going forwards as he has been in recent games. And then, of course, you've got up front Ponticelli, who was tremendous. Absolutely tremendous. And, you know, he had no chance in the air against the centre-backs, Burrell and Hall. But the way he backed into them, it was impossible for them to get any leverage on their head as clear. So we were constantly able to win the second balls back in midfield. His movement was great. Uh, he scored the goal. I, it was terrific. Uh, in commentary, Colin Henry's and I made him man of the match. Absolutely no question. He he had a he put in a, a terrific effort. And a word for the subs as well. Bryce has had a degree about coming on on the left hand side and driving forwards at Harrogate as well. And then that triple sub, which meant for the first time we've brought four subs on in a game. Uh, again, they did a solid job. The game bypassed Jarvis a little bit, but that wasn't his fault. We brought him on at the point where we were launching everything forwards. That's not really his speciality. But he put a couple of decent little passes in from the from wide positions. Dior Angus was very lively and sparking. He got on the end of one chance, but didn't really have much chance to score from it. But was you know really eagerly chasing everything down. And the other sub was Hall Johnson, who looked all right. Putting some good shuttles up and down the flank. And good to see. Let's hope he's fit to start another game so soon. But the truth is that Harrogate were in trouble and made that big substitution, multiple substitution, and turned it around. And I don't think we really maybe need to respond a little bit quicker to that. We, we altered it, like I said, the last eight minutes, but we'd lost our grip on the game at that point, and that was a, a pity for us. Still, onwards and upwards, the start of a, a week of of important games and also a week of travel, isn't it? Up to Yorkshire, then down to Hampshire on Tuesday, then across to East Anglia on the Saturday. That's a lot of travelling, a lot of miles, and Wrexham need wins now as we come to the point in the season where the tables just starts to stabilise a little bit, including our game in hand, of course, on Tuesday. It's a big match. Uh, listen out for it, of course. The club will be putting out the commentary and I'll be putting out a podcast afterwards as well. Uh, so... The final score of Harrogate Town 2, Wrexham 1. I'm Mark Griffiths from Wrexham AFC. This is the Final Whistle Podcast from the Wrexham AFC media team.